0: Casey Borjo, we're uh, in the neighborhood on PeoriaLife.com, and a bunch of other places, right?
1: All kinds of places. Yeah, uh, it's been too long. You're going to have to remind me the list.
0: Uh, we've, we're on WPEO. We're on uh, ITV3. We're on MediaCom. We're on Peoria Life YouTube, Facebook. Um, we're everywhere. Soon to be our own little <laughs> online radio, also. So, um, yeah, all over the place.
1: That's exciting stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is the first time we're back in almost a month. Yeah. So it's been uh been a
1: long time. Yeah, yeah, a lot to catch up on.
0: We do, we do. You've been away.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: what what's been going on?
1: Well, um, uh, went on my seventh mission trip. So headed back uh with Richwoods Christian Church to Manaus, Brazil. Um there's seven of us that went from Richwoods and uh Took a trip down south and went into the Amazon and helped out some people in the jungle.
0: So what was the purpose of the mission trip?
1: Um, There's a lot of purposes. Um, It's interesting to know that when you do get out into the jungle, that um, even just appearing is an answer to some people's prayers. Um, the, The people in the jungle saying, you know, here's Americans that came from so many thousands of miles away to come see us out in the jungle. That was an answer to their prayer, maybe a sign that showed them that God cared. Um, We did also take uh, food and actually Tender Mercy Packets, Midwest Food Bank. Um, They actually donated like a 100 Tender Mercy Packets that we took with us in our suitcases. Um, So that was cool. And then um, we took some clothes and we took some medicine and we took toys for the kids and... Uh, all kinds of fun stuff. So it was a 24-hour adventure boat ride into the Amazon, which was, like, close towards the end of the the Amazon itself. Uh, but it was really awesome.
0: Wow. You took like 100 tennis balls or something like that? Yeah,
1: yeah. my mom worked really hard on getting a whole bunch of different donations, so she had collected for us hundreds of toothbrushes and toothpaste and even dental floss and then also um, tennis balls. And I know when she called me to tell me about tennis balls, I'm like, how am I going to haul 100 tennis balls to the... To the amazon and i I just had pictures of like in the airport of all these balls bouncing Probably, across yeah. the suitcase, busting open. you know sometimes we do that worst case scenario imagine um but it actually all worked out great, and we actually had frisbees too. And water guns for those kids. I mean, living on the Amazon to run around and and play with squirt guns, they didn't even know that they existed. So, it was uh, it was really cool to hang out with the kids. There was over a hundred of them in this jungle.
0: So, did you get to see them? Get to play with those? A little absolutely,
1: bit? absolutely. Yeah. That's that's one of the fun parts about um, going on a mission trip is you really get to hang out and and. It's not it's not intense because you're just you're getting to know people, you're discovering, um, you're learning things with them. Um, So that's just really awesome. But yeah, like the Frisbees, (laughs) we put those out probably would have been a a different uh, way that we could have done that to show them how to use it. Instead, we kind of started passing them out slowly. Next thing we knew, they were being thrown way up in the air and coming down, and then they thought that was hilarious of <laughs> wherever those Frisbees would fall. So it was a free-for-all for a little bit, and then uh, we started trying to show them how to properly <laughs> use a Frisbee. But, I mean, I guess there's multiple uses for Frisbees, right? You could turn around and use it as a plate or scooping something or whatever you needed.
0: Yeah. What was your favorite part of the trip?
1: Um... Since my, because this was my third trip into the Amazon, it's always the hammocks. Um, Well, the people too, of course, but um, I love uh, just relaxing in the hammock on the boat in the middle of the Amazon. It's just, there's nothing more beautiful. Um, There was one night we even got to see the Milky Way because it was pitch black out there um, and there weren't any clouds, obviously, and it was just breathtaking and the beauty that you're surrounded with and just the simplicity. Mm -hmm. So I, I I only packed a backpack and I literally took 10 shorts and 10 tank tops and, you know, we were flip flops and that was it. You're on your way every day without a worry about anything. So Mm.
0: the simple life
1: and cutting off. So in the Amazon, there's not really a bunch of towers. So (laughs) there is no communication via cell phones when you're out in the jungle um so it's kind of nice to unplug from life as you know you listed all the different ways that we're plugged in sometimes it's nice to unplug i
0: i I can understand that so Yeah, yeah being a being a lender a mortgage lender i'm sure that your life is always connected
1: Yep, we're always getting contacted, yep. which is fine. You, you know, it's it's something I love too. But it's also nice to just disconnect and recharge, if you will.
0: We have uh, little video clips of some photos. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. can we play that footage there, Mike? We'll kind of talk through that a little bit of what what the pictures are. So, I'll be just a second before we do that. But mm, that's fine. So, uh, <laughs> is this was this your favorite trip?
1: Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so. We have favorite parts of of you know all different kinds of trips. Um,
0: so here's the boat. And everybody th- this getting is this
1: this is the smallest crew I've ever been with. So seven is the smallest. Um, so we got to Brazil. I'll just kind of walk you through our timeline. But we got to Brazil, and we um, actually. The next day had to go shopping because we had to go buy our hammocks. Mm -hmm. So we go buy our hammocks and some mosquito nets and um, and we get the food and everything and prep everything for the boat. And then Sunday morning we actually got on the boat and um, that's where we stayed from Sunday morning until Friday night super late. Um, We basically traveled as mentioned earlier 24 hours into the amazon before we got to the actual jungle i mean we were literally on the tops of trees like we could you could reach out and touch the very top of a tree next to us as we were trying to get through to get to these people who were um, in the middle of the jungle so um that was pretty crazy um but it was a fun trip and we'll share a video that henry and i did because um one of my uh the gentleman on the trip with us, Henry, he has actually been since the beginning, and uh, eight years he's been doing this. And uh, showing Henry now.: He's awesome. Sure. Um, but you know, it, it, I just want people to also know that you don't have to have skills or certain talents or um, be able to do stuff to be able to go and experience a mission trip. Um, and I think that's one of the things that um, Henry and I try to kind of talk about, too. You know, he's he's 71 years old. I'm 40 years old. I mean, I've been on mission trips with teenagers. I've been on mission trips with older, younger, same age, um, female, male. It doesn't really matter um, that everybody could technically come if they're willing and able, right? Yeah. So I just, I think it's an something if you're uh, willing and able that you should definitely experience in your lifetime.
0: And it's something that you don't necessarily have to be financially, you know.
1: no. No,
0: nope. You know, have a lot of money to, to be able to do because a lot of times when you go with the church, sometimes you can raise those donations and mm-hmm. sometimes the church would help or, yep. you know, raise Absolutely. those in different ways too. So.
1: Absolutely. So that was actually um, one of the cool things about my first few mission trips is was raising the money. You know, because we, we all have these mindsets of, you know, no one's going to donate to this, you know, whatever it may be. And I know on my first mission trip i I was so excited, and I'm always excited for all of them, but my very first one it was like, "I can't believe I got accepted. It was like an acceptance thing. And then to share that I was going to be doing this, and to send out a letter to friends and family and whoever, you know, to pray for us, to donate if they want to, or whatever they were thinking of was fine, but just to have it on people's minds. And literally to the day that I left. God blessed me with money from people from all walks of life, whether it was five dollars or 300 dollars or a thousand dollars. I had people donating money. and you know the people who you think might not donate any sometimes are your biggest donors. You just don't know what's on their heart at that time. Yeah. And so it was really cool to watch that money come in that supported the mission trip to be able to go out and bless these people along with the people that you're with too, right? Because that's the other funny thing is we always think, oh, I'm going to go and I'm going to help these people. But really in the meantime, it's it's your heart that's getting rearranged and, and your eyes are opening a little bit more and, and you're really learning about yourself and the people that you're around. So it's it's pretty powerful.
0: There's a lot of churches in our area that do Different mission trips. Mm-hmm. Our church, uh, Great Oaks in Germantown, mm-hmm. um, they go to Peru and help an orphanage, and they're doing that multiple times. Um, you can connect there. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't necessarily have to be a part of that church, right? But have to have the same goal and same mission. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and what church were you with again? Richwoods Christian Richwoods. Church. Okay.
1: But actually the so we partner up with a missionary team in Manaus, Brazil, Grace and Areno and Project Macedonia. And actually Riverside um actually does the same thing with those with the same people. Um so you could technically go with, you know, different churches to the same place. Um or you can also go to different places too. And, and local or, you know, worldwide, it doesn't matter either just getting out and really smiling at people kind of you never know what kind of seed that plants
0: wow wow it's exciting my parents used to do it all the time would go out and uh especially to to tobago uh to be able to help the indians and Mm -hmm. uh the native americans uh or thereabouts um and it's something that I inspire to do, but I've never been able to do yet. So someday, someday that'll, maybe next year. And your year.
1: son just did one this past summer? He
0: did, and he's he brought back a paper saying, I want to go again. Oh. So, <laughs> um,
1: Some people get addicted like myself. Yeah, It's not it's, hard to do.
0: You know, it just opens your heart when you go and do stuff like that. And you can tell with him, mm-hmm. you know that he's really excited about it. Mm-hmm.
1: So. I mean, right now, with all the hurricanes and the damage and stuff there, I mean, there's tons of need. I mean, there's always a need, right? And whether you're going down to Florida or Texas or, you know, Puerto Rico or wherever, your next-door neighbor, for that matter, it's just really getting out and being willing to help Yeah. your neighbor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to go around the world. Nope. You could volunteer to help down in... Peoria at different locations and really, you know, make, make a difference there.
1: Right. Well, that's the whole point of our show, right? We're kind of trying to introduce people to all the different nonprofits that we have around us yeah. to help you find your passion of where you want to be, who you want to help, whether it's, you know, going into Bueller Home and visiting with someone there or going to Critton Center and holding a baby or, you know, going to the Center of Prevention of Abuse and doing some landscaping to help them out there. It It just doesn't take much. And you don't have to dedicate yourself to an entire day or week or month or year. You know, even if you've got an afternoon, yeah, people I need
0: help. That does really define what we do in, in with uh, in the neighborhood is we really talk about how can you get involved. And there are so many ways. People complain about this or complain about that, but if you're not stepping up, You don't really have a right to really complain, in my my opinion. (laughs) Um, Step up, do something, whether it's big or small, Mm -hmm. whether it's financial or it's picking up a hammer or picking up a rake or just sitting by somebody and just paying attention to them and and giving them a little bit of your love and time. And, uh, you know, that really makes a difference in everybody's life.
1: That's right. And and it may seem small to you, a smile may may seem small, but to someone else, you could have prevented them from making a decision that ended something. Yeah. You don't know.
0: Yeah, I think I've talked about this before, but there's a lady that lived across the street from our house. She was an elderly uh, lady living. She'd been a a widower or widow for boy, probably 20 some years and she was probably hitting 80 some. Her name was Iona Tusa. Mm -hmm. What a name. Iona Tusa. And, um, my mom once asked me, can you go and ask her for a cup of sugar? Believe it or not, it was a, a real cup of sugar she was looking for. We lived about seven miles from town and I went and i started talking to her i asked her for the sugar of course she's like oh yes please i'm i'm glad to help and uh i just started talking with her and she kept talking and talking and i was i was like this is great i love that story and that's why i love to pull the story out of people when we talk about it and um just getting to know a little bit about her life and i after about an hour half hour of talking to her I'm like oh I've got to get this back because my mom's cooking right now Mm -hmm. and I went to my mom and I'm like you know she was telling some really great stories and I think she's a little bit lonely Mm -hmm. I think I'm gonna go back there and uh, talk to her some more so I went back and spent another hour and a half with her wow and um, my mom said that's a really good thing you did you know she is probably lonely Mm -hmm. and you know it's it's just that, that difference of spending time listening to somebody and giving just a little.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It didn't cost me anything but a little bit of playtime to sit and talk with her, but it right. made a difference. So mm-hmm. that's what this it's is It's
1: important about. because if you think about it, too, I see on Facebook people are, or hear about people saying, I'm bored, I'm lonely, I don't have anything to do, poor me. There's a lot of people out there like that. So go help someone. Go be with someone. Go make it so you don't have that. I mean, we're never alone, but I I get it how we feel that way, right, in regards to our experiences. But imagine how you would feel if you just took the time to pick up the phone and call someone else or shoot a text or go visit or whatever it is. There's so much that could be done where if we are all helping each other you wouldn't see those posts anymore.
0: Yeah, if you're lonely, and you, there's a statement that says, um, Giving starts the receiving process. Mm-hmm. So if you want to find that companionship, that love, um, give it. You know, so I think that that's a big thing in making a difference in people's lives. Mm-hmm. But if you're lonely, go give that time. That's right. So you're involved with a lot of different things and I don't want to distract from what, what, what we're talking about but um, you've been involved with uh, Make-A-Wish, uh, Halt Center and quite a few different things. What? Why do you do that?
1: I, I think it's the feeling when you get to help people you know of it, it it feels good like you feel like you're on top of the world you' I mean I'm a doer that's just that's just who I am but being able to help someone when it it's not a big deal to me it's why not i mean i I don't like to sit still for very long sometimes so that's probably one of my challenges but to be able to go out and help someone and and being with people the one of the best times of learning about someone is when you're actually volunteering with them. You know, so here I was, you know, in Brazil, to go back to that, a um, couple of Chris and Judy and um, Henry I'd been on a mission trip with before, Mark and Claire and Ken I'd never met before in my life. And so this mission trip brought me together with them. And, and what a way to really get to learn about people, you know, and to, and to learn about yourself at the same time. Um, so that's not easy to do, but... You know, when you're volunteering, nobody's mean. <laughs> Everybody's nice. So, I don't know if that's part of it. Just just being able to help and come together with people and how nice people are and how everyone's willing to just do the best that they can do. It's always a good feeling situation. Um you just you can't be angry when you're volunteering, right? <laughs> so, there's just there's something about that. It's just it's kind of a high on life of you know, here we get to help and, and see people smiles. I love seeing people smile. Um, so whether it's from me smiling or, you know, trying to be a clown or make a joke or, you know, just to be silly, it's, it's I love to hear people laugh and I love to see people smile. And just if you can help in any way, shape or form, then that's definitely what I'm going to do. Hmm. I don't know why or how or whatever. It's just... <laughs> But it's funny, actually, just from you sharing that story about walking across the street, I have a terrible memory. But I know that when I was little and we lived on Gift Street across from Magatouches, I know that I did the same thing. Mom didn't actually ask me. I don't know why I had gone over there, but I went and visited the little lady that lived across the street by herself. I don't remember conversations like you may have, because, again, I have terrible memory. But it's just fun to learn and hear people's passions and their stories and just... You just never know what they have to share
0: right so to everybody out there if you don't know what to do you have an idea but don't know how to get connected reach out to us on facebook mm-hmm. especially that'd be a really easy place Absolutely. let's start a conversation on how to get involved um, if you're a non profit and want people uh, to be involved with you post it on our facebook page um, especially with this video um, and let's start a conversation of how people can get involved. I think that that would be a great thing for people to get what involved. what we're here
1: from. for, right? Yeah. Just That's, trying to help get people connected and get yep. people volunteering to make, make Peoria a better place.
0: Right. What, what you're doing with the mission trip is Christian-based, but if you know, you're not a Christian and you're, you still want to be involved with something <laughs> in Peoria, there's a lot there's of opportunities. Plenty. Yes. Uh, so we're going to play a video And why don't you set that video up just a little bit for us?
1: Uh, so on a whim, Chris Marshallonis and our team, he actually um, brought his camera and video. And I know that you had talked to him before, which was totally random that you met him at, what mm-hmm. was it, McDonald's or somewhere? Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, so he pulled out the camera, and Henry and I were actually sitting there having a, a nice conversation. And so Chris is like, let's do a video. And I said, all right, Henry, we're going to do a video. And he's like, what? And I said, okay, look at the camera. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we totally were just completely random. We're just on our way into the jungle. Um, I did say that there's gonna be more videos but our um, trip was pretty intense so we didn't actually get to do any videos but this one. But I hope you enjoy it. Um, It's Henry and I just we totally just went off the cuff and um, and it's a little bit hard to hear because we are traveling down the Amazon and in Brazil Um, but I think you'll enjoy it.
0: All right we're not going to talk during this one but um, enjoy the video and have a great week, everyone.
3: We're coming to you, not really live, but as live as it's going to be, in the middle of the Amazon, right?
2: Yes, outside of the north, about 60 miles.
3: We're out in the middle of somewhere. We're not yeah. really sure. But we're heading to the jungle on a mission trip with Rich, Rich Christian Church, and I'm here with one of the originals been here from the beginning until present. And it's my friend Henry.
2: And don't mean I'm old.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: so Henry, how many times have you been to Brazil?
2: This is my eighth trip.
3: Your eighth trip. Yes. Eight times he's been on a boat like this and slept in a
2: hammock. Yes. yes I have. <laughs> it was awesome. And I still love it.
3: So if you
2: can remember one thing about your very first trip, what was Learning to pray. Learning to pray? Yeah. Back coming here, yeah. I learned how to burn the copper. Why was that?
3: Because
2: that's all they did. You know, when I first came here, the uh, priest and their congregation, the Queen's River. And the first time I came up, I was tired. It was out of my head frame, I couldn't believe I was afraid. Yeah. But it was catching Yes, dodged it? Yes,
3: So then, you came with how many people in your first met? The first of them? Four. people?
2: Yeah, I Myself, Jada, Jada Harris, Tim Barnes, and Nathan Ruby.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah, that was it.
3: And would you have ever known in your life that you would see other people here? Matter no. of fact, I wasn't supposed to be here today.
2: <laughs> every time I go, I see I'm not going again. But I always wind up back here. Here you are. I'm again.
3: Yes. Wow. And then, what, for your second trip, they said what? How did you get to go through The second
2: trip, that was a long time they you to go and you say you're in it? For yeah, yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> I
3: was asked to go. I've
2: been asked to go every year since.
3: Yeah. And is there
2: anything stopping you from coming?
3: Or trying there, to stop you? There are things that
2: try to stop you. Them are to you. Yeah? Well, I just took down. I was very sick the day we left. I just feel good. But so once I got here... All good. And you guys prayed for me? Is everybody at the airport? Praying again! Yeah, <laughs> praying again. It works. Yes, it works. Well, here I am. Here you are. And I was this close to not going. I believe really was. And Claire begged me to go. I, and I good. couldn't let them down. I didn't want to let them down. I, really didn't. I did their first trip. Yeah. So I wanted to introduce them to us and let them know so it's going to be good and everything's going to be all right. And here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Do, you, do you speak
3: Portuguese? What? Do you speak
2: Portuguese? Portuguese <laughs> <laughs> <what? laughs> no, I don't know. No, I don't speak Portuguese. I know a couple words. My dear,
3: <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's you. It. Oh, well, we got it.
2: it. We got not
3: it. Bon Jovi. Not fun, bon Jovi. <laughs> 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 oh, crazy. So, it was the second trip that I made you join to? Come on the
2: mission trip because you know when we come, good things happen. A lot of things happen. People come to God just because we're here, and that's what we're You know, they show up, church, churches still up, and that's all we're looking for. Be the light. Me? Be the light. Yes. So one of the things after my first trip that I remember is I didn't know
3: that there was Christian radio station. Remember us talking yeah. about There's that a little bit ago? That. Yeah. yeah. Me either. <laughs> I'll never forget my very first mission trip, I'm sitting in a hammock, and God was me. and he said, I'm going to introduce you to some amazing people. And he said, I'm also going to show you some different ways. So I called it, Host Back to the Basics. <laughs> because Stephen Benjamin put a headset on me, and I got to hear Christian music like I've never heard before. And I will forever be changed just from that.
2: do that to you. I know. Yes well. I
3: know. Change your heart. I never knew a good beat was
2: so cool. Right? You know, it had, had a beat to it or everything, you know? Maybe <laughs> you, you might even want to dance to
3: it. So, you're right, you
2: know? Uh, <laughs> I kidded myself dancing, dance to it, and so I got to remind myself, that's a good Come on. You know? It's all good. That's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Praise
3: God. Absolutely. To every single sign of
2: kind of music. Absolutely. We're right about that.
3: And to be surrounded by that he made for us.
2: All of this. Yes, he did And you can feel him
3: all around us. When we're
2: we'll out here, we feel like we're where really we want to spend. You know, and he works for us. And you know, we come with ideas of our own, but when we get here, we just start following him. Because nothing ever works when we get here. And we got all these plans and stuff. to do this and do that, we get that. God said, said You're going to do this.
3: Yeah. And what we do. That's right.
2: And it's all
3: cool. Yep. It's all cool. So cool. So, yeah, that's one of the things. We think that we're coming here to roll up our sleeves and do all this work. But really what the work is being done is, you know, right.
2: Right here. we
3: invite you to join us as we continue on these interviews for the rest of our trip. Take care and God bless. Thank you.
2: Matthew. Thank you. Morialife.com.